Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. China removes the gay dialogue and gay scenes from Bohemian Rhapsody to the confusion of those watching the movie. Voodoo dolls of your boss improve staff morale, a study finds. And an Alabama teacher was arrested after his gun discharges in his pocket inside a classroom of first graders. These are the weird stories for today. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And I'm getting into it. China's removal of all the gay dialogue and the gay scenes from the film Bohemian Rhapsody confuses audiences and creates plot holes in the story. Oh yes, the successful saga of Bohemian Rhapsody has reached all the way to China, but looks like they're uh, taking a different twist on the damn thing. The film opened in select Chinese theaters March 22nd. Of course, the version that's being shown on the screens in China has removed any dialogue or scenes referring explicitly or unexplicitly explicitly, to Freddie Mercury's homosexuality. Now, China has strict policies on exhibiting LGBTQ content. In fact, uh, Ridley Scott's Alien Covenant movie was released in China without the kissing scene between Michael Fassbender and himself. Also, recent LGBTQ classics such as Ang Lee's Brokeback Mountain and uh, where, of course, these, been, these movies have been banned completely from ever being shown in the country. Here's a little bit of info that uh, was found from the AP. The scrubbing of gay content has rendered the film Bohemian Rhapsody completely confusing in China. For example, when a reporter asks Freddie Mercury about his sexual orientation during a press conference, the subtitle has been changed to Sex Life. I don't know. How, why is that so confusing? Uh, also, one major scene between Mercury and his girlfriend Mary Austin, where the singer says he is bisexual, cuts out, cuts out the coming out dialogue. Mary's response... No, Freddie, you're gay, is also removed. In one moment where Mercury reveals his AIDS diagnosis to his band members, the dialogue has been muted as to not say the disease out loud. (laughs) What does he say then? (laughs) I'm sorry, I've been diagnosed with... And uh, it's going to kill me. (laughs) Just leave it blank. CNN elaborates further that the film... Bohemian Rhapsody has been censored so much in China that some parts of the movie's narrative no longer make sense at all. The introduction of the character Jim Hutton, Freddie Mercury's boyfriend in the movie, has been edited out completely because it depicts Mercury groping Hutton's crotch after a concert. And so at the climax, when Mercury is trying to find Hutton and bring him to the Live Aid concert, Chinese audiences have been bewildered, wondering, who is this guy? Well, yeah, because they took out the crotch grabbing scene, right? All of Mercury's kisses with Hutton and manager Paul Prenter have, uh, Prenter have been removed. The sequence featuring Queen in drag shooting the music video to I Want to Break Free has also been deleted from the movie in China. Wow. They've really changed it. These people, I mean, it's an award-winning movie over here, but it's not going to win any awards in China because it makes no damn sense. <laughs> they have hang-ups about LGTB, LGBTQ content, apparently. Uh, I didn't know that about China. Uh, man. Well, I just did that story about, was it China or Japan, where they they said that, that goth girl couldn't ride public transportation because people would be too shocked to see somebody wearing black eyeliner and black nail polish, apparently. Imagine how they feel about a dude kissing a dude. Um, 
Yeah, so they got obvious hangups about this, but that's got to change because this, I mean, come on. What what do you what is this the 1700s China? What's going on over there? Come on. <laughs> well, I was making this argument with someone the other night when I was really high. Um I was talking about how I think we were talking about um different cultures not sort of uh sort of being a little bit behind the times and it's like uh the Berlin Wall came down because images of what was going on in places like America were filtering through, you know? People wanted they wanted to listen to the same music that we were listening to. They wanted to have, they wanted to own Nikes. They want, you know, these images were f- coming through and then, you know, it can only last so long. You can't keep it out. China can only keep these images and the media and, you know, with the internet, they can only wall it up for so long. Shit is trickling through. Gay lifestyles going to be trickling through. If not, it's already trickling f- through. And younger generations who are busting through China's internet wall are being exposed to these images and these and, and films in their originality, you know, as in Bohemian Rhapsody. So that's people. Some people are being exposed to it, and obviously, it's going to it's going to change. And because uh, you can't keep this shit out for long, does this make any sense, or am I trying to sound too smart than what I actually am? <laughs> Just, what I'm saying is this is a good thing. And, you know, the the sort of, uh, you know, draconian government that's over there is, is going to have to give way. It's it's going to have to come away. The goth girl was a good example of this because what what ended up happening was the Metro organization had to make a public apology, which wouldn't have happened 10 years ago in China. And it did happen. So it's only a matter of time before LGBT culture also, uh, lifestyle also breaches, you know, the China sort of government firewall that they have up there. And then they're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to embrace LGBTQ content and LGBTQ lifestyles as well. And that's a good thing. Uh, anybody living, do I have any listeners in China, by the way? I'd love to know if like, if, is there a simple way that you could actually watch Bohemian Rhapsody in the original, in, in its original, um, form? Over there, like, how does it go? Do they, do you have to do it, like, do you have to do it on the dark web? Do you have to be, like, looking over your shoulder as you watch it on your phone and <laughs> in the privacy of your home? Like, how does it work over there? I'm curious. Oh, man, imagine be living over there. You can't, oh, that would be, that would be rough. It would be rough. I, I doubt I have any listeners in China, but if, if I do, please reach out to Weird AF News. Give us a clue on what's going on over there. Is Weird AF News banned in China? I wonder. Can you even listen to Weird AF News? Am I too controversial? because <laughs> of my ridiculous opinions and the opinions of my fellow weirdos that I publish constantly on here? Are we too risque, what we're doing here in our little uh, our little subgroup, Weird AF News community? I'll bet we are. Voodoo dolls of bosses actually improve staff and workplace morale, a study finds. So apparently allowing disgruntled staff to stab a voodoo doll of their boss could actually help them feel less resentful and improve the quality of their work in the workplace, a new study has suggested. (laughs) This is a funny thing to study, but according to the health and safety executive, more than 12 million Britons are forced to take time off work each year because of stress and anxiety, often caused by pressure from overbearing or abusive bosses and managers. So then rather rather than allowing the staff to brood over this mistreatment, 
which can be detrimental to the workplace, business experts have suggested they should be allowed to take out their anger on voodoo dolls of their managers. I've never heard of such a thing. Then again, I haven't worked a real job in a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did work in an office. Um, and man, was my general manager an asshole. And I, we would have loved to have had a voodoo doll of him. Oh man, that guy. I could say awful things about him, but I won't. Uh, a study of 229 workers in the U.S. and Canada found that engaging in what's called symbolic retaliation lowered feelings of injustice by one-third. Yes, symbolic retaliation. I say we go one step further when we actually, you know, we bring out the guillotine and if your boss treats you terribly, we just behead them right in the middle of the office. That would make everybody feel good. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, there is something about symbolic retaliation, right? This is why we burn effigies. Have you heard of this phrase before? You burn something in an effigy? That is a symbolic retaliation that apparently works. Uh, so using voodoo dolls at the workplace? Pfft, amazing. I'm into it. Although revenge is often reviewed negatively, the researchers say the findings highlight the largely overlooked benefit of retaliation from the victim's perspective. Um, some, some professor at this business school says, as weird as it sounds, we found a simple and harmless symbolic act of retaliation can make people feel like they're getting even and restoring their sense of fairness at the workplace. It may not have to be a voodoo doll per se. Theoretically, anything that serves as a symbolic act of retaliation, like throwing darts at a picture of your boss, might even work. Symbolically, retaliating against an abusive boss can ben benefit employees psychologically by allowing them to restore their sense of justice in the workplace. The participants in the study used an online voodoo doll program called dumb.com, D-U-M-B.com. Oh, I got to look into that and see what that's all about. It allows users to name the effigy after their boss, sticking it with pins, burn it with a candle, and pinch it with pliers. So this is all done on a website? I was hoping it was like an actual voodoo doll or multiple voodoo dolls that were like, you know, being passed around the office. <laughs> so the boss comes out. Hey, are we being productive today? What's that? What's that? Oh, is that a voodoo doll of me? And why is it filled with pins? And why are you burning it, Tracy? <laughs> Sir, this is to make us feel better about being here because you're a total asshole, okay? It's either this or we cut off your leg. <laughs> we burn you and throw you in the dumpster behind the office. Although voodoo dolls are often linked to Africa and the Americas in popular fiction, Early records suggest that they have origins in the British medieval period when people would make rag dolls or sculptures of witches called poppets and pierce them with pins to inflict harm or break an enchantment. Oh, that's pretty cool. Nice, I'm learning. The dolls were later mistakenly, mistakenly linked with Afro-Caribbean voodoo. Oh, that's a mistake? I thought that was for real. Man, one of my favorite movies. Uh, you ever seen Serpent in the Rainbow? It's all about voodoo. Very good movie. I think it's an 80s. Is it 80s? 80s horror movie? Real great. Um, the report authors decided uh, to embark on the study because previous research suggested that people who feel they have been treated unfairly will lash out at their abuser, but it can spark a spiral of retaliation and counter-retaliation, which is actually detrimental in the long term. Okay, for the study, participants were asked to recall and visualize a workplace interaction which had involved abuse from their supervisor. Some were then asked to retaliate using a voodoo doll before all completed a task to fill in the blanks to complete words. Those who had been allowed to stick pins in their virtual boss voodoo doll were far less likely to still feel bitter and were also better at completing the word exercises. 
The authors conclude about this study, these findings suggest that retaliation not only benefits individual victims, but may also benefit the organization as a whole, given that justice perceptions is important for employee performance and well-being. How about we just fa- we just fire these asshole bosses? Like, what about that? Why do we got to just, why do we got to bring in a virtual voodoo doll? If you're a total dick as a boss, you deserve to be canned. I mean, why do we let these people get away with shit? My boss basically threw a telephone at me is what I had to deal with um, and totally, like, totally verbally abused me uh, as well. And, like, nothing happened to him. Dude, was he was also cheating on his wife with, the, with a female employee in the office. Most of us knew about it. I mean, he's a piece of shit, this guy. And he, he was just, he was there for years. He went on to work at a better place. I think he's a successful person, this piece of crap. Why do we let these bosses get away with it? I think we need to go above and beyond these damn voodoo dolls, and we need to drag these these asshole managers into the center of the center of the office, tie them to a chair, and everyone's allowed to go throw I don't know, pudding at them. Something. You, here's what you can do: It's Easter. You can put a you can put a handful of marshmallow peeps in the microwave, get them to the point where they're melting and they're very hot, and you can just just throw them at the boss's face, hit them in the cheek with a burning marshmallow peep. That's how they should be treated. These voodoo dolls. I was a little let down, too, that it's a virtual voodoo doll. Like, I wanted it to be a real voodoo doll. Those seem pretty cool. Um, Do you hate your boss? Call Weird AF News and vent. Anonymously, you can tell me what a dick your boss has been. Just come on. It might make you feel better. Enough with the voodoo doll. You call Weird AF News and vent about your bad boss and what they did. It'll make you feel better. 646-450-2012. I'm helping people. Yes, this is all about your mental (laughs) well-being. An Alabama substitute teacher was arrested after his gun discharges in his pocket inside a classroom of first graders. Oh, this is a real quality individual. An Alabama substitute teacher was detained after a gun in his pocket allegedly discharged inside a classroom of first graders on Friday. One student at Blountsville Elementary School was reportedly struck by a fragment and then checked out by a school nurse after the firearm of Mr. Henry Rex Weaver the teacher accidentally discharged. Henry Wex, Henry Rex Weaver. He actually sounds like some piece of crap that would carry a gun into a classroom. Imagine the quality of substitute teachers in Alabama. They're just like, can anybody do this job? We just want someone. Can you can you speak clear English? Do you have all your teeth? Okay, can get up in front of these kids. You get what? Do you got a gun? Yeah, just keep it in your pocket. Just don't show them, please. <laughs> Try not to discharge it while you're fiddling in your pants. Crazy individual. Authorities say that the teacher had a gun in his pocket when the incident occurred. Okay. Students were present in the class. Okay. The sound alerted administrators, the sheriff says. The man was detained until we could get him in our jail. (laughs) He was charged with reckless endangerment, third degree aggravated assault, and possession of a firearm on school grounds. And the investigation is underway. Here's a quote from the sheriff. Obviously, I'm concerned about a substitute teacher bringing a gun to school. And what we can do to prevent this in the future. Well, you know, I hate to say it, but it is Alabama. I think a lot more people than you think are carrying guns inside their pockets in Alabama. So until we get that whole situation under control, you're going to get more and more guns around children, unfortunately. (laughs) The picture of this guy, too. What a freaking weirdo. You would let this guy uh, pass on his lessons to children. Like, here, here, sir, with your crazy brain, get up in front of kids and tell them what's inside your brain. Tell them how the world is with your crazy brain. This is a good idea. In fact, we're going to pay you to do this. 
Oh, would you have a gun in your pocket? <laughs> no problem. Just don't discharge it, sir. Instead, just try and keep busy <laughs> translating what's inside your messed up skull onto the brains of these other, you know, very impressionable first graders. If you could, please. If anything, you know, he's teaching kids that you can just bring guns with you anywhere you go to the workplace. Oh, great lesson. Oh, these kids in Alabama, they don't have a chance. Kids in Florida either. Children of Alabama and Florida, I implore you, come to Los Angeles. I can let you, you can all stay in my apartment. I will, I will homeschool you. You will be a little weird by the end of your schooling, but you will be, you know, you'll, you'll have a, uh, you'll have a critical thinking mind, which is, you know, pretty rare these days, right? Thinking critically, I think we're, everybody's, these kids are like made to be robots. It's like, we want you to just memorize things and spit them out. And by the way, uh, don't pay attention to the gun that I have on the table. <laughs> just keep memorizing and spitting things out. Pay no attention to the gun. Oh, sh- oh, it went off. I'm sorry. Sally, Sally, did it just hit your book bag or did it hit you in the shin? I'm sorry about the bullets. Let's uh, have a pop quiz now. We just had a pop gun. Now we're having a pop quiz. <laughs> Ridiculous. How is this guy even getting a job? Sadly, sadly. Did they do any background checks in Alabama or Florida? I'd imagine for substitute teachers. Imagine the quality of substitute teachers in Florida. Oh my goodness. Run for the border. If, if I'm in school. Oh, it's a substitute today. I'm out of here. Run for the border. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could find qual- better quality substitute teachers in Mexico than you could in Florida and in Alabama is my guess. How does this guy go to work? All right, I'm a substitute teacher. Let me get together the things that I need to work today. Okay, all right. I got my uh, pocket protector with my pens. Got my glasses. I'm going to put on my shiny shoes. This is good. Probably put on a tie. Let them know that I'm uh, an upstanding citizen of this community. Got my book bag here. Let me put my little uh, bologna sandwich inside. I got my I got my flask because I'm an Alabama substitute teacher and I need to hit that bottle while I'm at work. And, oh, yeah, my gun, my pistol, that... <laughs> That I'll probably not not keep in a bag under the desk. Hell no. Why not keep it inside my pocket? Because I would imagine there's a scene that uh, that's going to arise among first graders where I'm going to need to whip this gun out. And uh, you never know. Although with the school shootings, maybe there, maybe in his brain, yeah, this there could be a scene that arises that he would need to whip it out. Still, no excuse to have it in your pocket in front of first graders as a substitute teacher. That's just my opinion, whatever it's worth. What's up, y'all? My fellow weirdos, I love you so much. Thanks for being a fan and a loyal listener of Weird AF News. Um, I got a lot of people reaching out to me because it's been the Florida Man Challenge for days, and I'm loving it. But in addition to that, other people reaching out. This is really cool. Elizabeth Miller uh, reached out to me. She says, Jonesy, just ordered spring-loaded dicks for my friend in Canada. If any of your listeners want to order one, I found this coupon online. Gits Dicks, G-I-T-S Dicks. I'll let you know how my friend receives the dicks, <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and the website is dicksbymail.com. Uh, this is amazing. If you if you don't know where this is coming from, I did a story yesterday about the you know the confetti dicks that explode in a box that you can send to somebody as a prank, and it's hilarious. I'm gonna reach out to this company and see if they want to sponsor Weird AF News. Uh, so yeah, hey, use that code if you want to <laughs> if you want to send somebody some spring loaded dicks. Oh man, I think it's so great that people do this, and I hope to, I hope to goodness that this lawsuit is thrown out. That that doctor's office is suing them. I don't want this, this company to go away. In other words, I think what they're providing is a necessary service in our tight ass culture. <laughs> we need some of this. Also, want to give a shout out to MJ Craft and uh, her husband David, who say they love the show, and they did the Florida Man Challenge. They said, uh, for your Florida Fridays, all the way from a little town in Bridgewater, Nova Scotia. Love your podcast. Thank you for Florida Fridays. 
Makes me feel okay. Makes my life feel okay. Oh, thank you, MJ. Heard Florida Man Challenge is <laughs> Naked Florida Man Revealed on Video Sneaking into a Restaurant and Munching on Some Ramen. <laughs> Amazing. Because <laughs> it's... People do the strangest shit over there. I just love it so much. Also, Mel Fitch. Finch. Mel Finch on Facebook. She says, hi, hi from Melbourne, Australia, Jonesy. Today's show was extremely funny. I want some pink candy cane bunny farts. If not, a dick in a box will do. <laughs> love your singing. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. I love it. I love that I got fans in faraway places. I got to do a Weird AF News tour at some point. Um... And just visit all these places and all these lovely, you lovely people that I just adore. Melissa, who uh, sent me some amazing Jewish cookies, uh, writes, Hey Jonesy, when I grew up in Appalachia, we had a game we played for years for fun and later as a fundraiser called Donkey Basketball. We'd ride the donkeys bareback, passing the ball from one side to the other to make a basket. Traveling rules applied. It was great fun. Then we got real wood floors. <laughs> Melissa. Oh, Appalachia, yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> you finally got real wood floors. Thank you for sharing that little story. That's obviously, she was uh, thinking of the uh, Headless Goat Toss event at the Nomad Games, which is something I really want to visit someday. I, I must go. And my buddy Amos reached out to me, who's also one of my patrons. Uh, he did his Florida Man Challenge. A Florida man fell into a sinkhole that opened suddenly beneath the bedroom of his suburban Tampa home. <laughs> okay. And then he had... Oh, he had two, I think. A Florida man accused of mailing pipe bombs to a number of... And then it cuts off here. Um, he says... He also says, I'm with you on the vegan thing. I don't care if they want to eat differently. My problem is that, is that, is that they try to make me eat the way that they want to. To be honest, they remind me of that kid at recess that would tell everyone they're having fun wrong. <laughs> That's great. And there really aren't any health benefits for most people, he says. You can even get leaky gut and develop life-threatening allergies you wouldn't have otherwise from a vegan diet. Most people don't, don't do well on it all the time. Some, however, thrive on such a diet. I don't get the whole cult-like brainwashed my entire identity is my diet thing that seems to go along with it <laughs> as well. Uh, and I, I agree with that. It is sort of a uh, my entire identity is my diet seems to be a thing. It, it's funny because like I'll even see someone on their Instagram accounts or their Twitters like right in their bio. They'll be like – it'll be like mom, vegan. It's like wow, you really identify with that. Like I don't put the comedian – hamburger eater like i don't i don't think about it like that but it is it's like a it's really an identity it's almost it's almost like they're not secure with it enough that they have to you know wear it on their sleeve all the time to in order to be secure about it and if you are secure about something you don't have to go flaunting it you know what i mean like the you know the lady with the big boobs who's showing them like having the the low neckline showing the cleavage off all the time is actually insecure that's why they're doing it. So all the vegans out there that are putting it in their dating profile and just like wearing it on this. You're insecure about your diet. You're seeking some validity out there because I think deep down inside, you know what you're doing may not be the right solution. <laughs> that's just a, that's just a theory, but I think I'm onto something there. Uh, I've had a lot of vegans reach out to me actually after yesterday's and, and, and I gotta say, I, I, I love you guys. I really do. You, you can do do your own thing. I don't ever want to convince someone not to be this. I, I'm not saying this is the dumbest thing. I'm, I'm just saying, hey, don't uh, be so aggressive 
in trying to convert the rest of us. Like, you know, be, <laughs> do your thing, okay? Don't be like a Scientologist, please. This, that's what's so annoying about them, these Scientologists. If they would just keep to themselves, we wouldn't be making all these documentaries about them and making fun of them. Same with the vegans. Just keep it to yourself. Enjoy it to yourself, you know? Don't be showing up in front of my, uh, my steak restaurant that I like with a sign, okay? Just, you know, stay in your lane. That's all I'm saying. Is this mean? I feel like it's, I feel like it's fine. In that, related to this, uh, Marilyn White reaches out, who I, I gave a shout out yesterday. She says, Jonesy, we woke up this morning and listened to your Weird AF News and heard our email being read out. It made our day. We love your show and find you hilarious, even if you do make fun of vegans. Uh, they, they said, she says, we were at the Brighton Vegan Festival the day before that pig head eater protested. So we were stoked to hear you talk about it on your show. Yes, we're vegans, but we promise not to send you a subliminal message to control your mind and force you to eat plants. <laughs> I love that. By the way, I eat plants all the time. I love them. If you're not eating plants in your diet, look, I'm like, for me, everything in moderation and you can't go wrong. I'm talking about whiskey, marijuana, tobacco, whatever you're into, everything in moderation. Meat, plants, little bit of this, little bit of that, and you can't go wrong. It's when you it's when you overdo some shit. That's when it, problems begin. We all know this in life. Uh, she writes, thank you so much for reading the email and my Florida Man Challenge. It was an awesome way to start the day. Woohoo! Thanks for the lovely email. Can't wait to hear what weird shit you talk about tomorrow morning. Peace, love, and weird hippie vibes, bro. Marilyn and Dan. Uh, Danilyn Meriden? What is that? Uh, great. I mean... Amazing. So, Marilyn, now I have a place to stay when I go to the UK. This is good. I'm staying on your couch. Don't try and force feed me some kale. <laughs> Be reasonable and make me some damn pork kebabs. All right? <laughs> if you guys want to reach out to the show with your Florida Man Challenge, I implore you to do so. Let's keep it going for the rest of the week, at least. It'll be, it's great. Uh, it's uh, funnyjones at gmail.com or at funnyjones on Instagram, at funnyjones on Twitter. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can always call the show as well, 646-450-2012. Thanks to Michael and Dallas for calling the show. Uh, I always appreciate it when I get some calls, and I publish a lot of my calls. Just try not to drop too many F-bombs, and, and you know, and I'll publish your call. Uh, you can even call and tell me that I have terrible ideas and that my point of view has completely been warped because I grew up in Boston or something, which, which I can then tell you to... Uh, I, I can say, you know what... Pfft, I'm wicked awesome, okay? And so are my points of friggin' view. <laughs> so take that, huh? Don't be messing with me and my Boston my Boston mindset, okay? You're just friggin' jealous because the Sox won the World Series and the Pats just won the Super Bowl, okay? It's called friggin' jealousy, bro. You're wicked jealous and you friggin' know it. Anything else I gotta say? Oh yeah, the Patreon. Hey Jonesy, what can we do to support the show? Ooh, I'm glad you asked, fans of Weird AF News. You can go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash weirdafnews, and you can uh, buy Jonesy a cup of coffee a month and then get access to additional bonus materials, such as my prank calls to Floridians and my interview with a cuddler and the, uh, the behind-the-scenes video when I went to the Museum of Disgusting Food. You even can download my stand-up comedy album for free if you're on the Patreon. And also, you're going to get the bonus episode, which I'm going to actually record tomorrow with another comedian. I'm going to upload that in a day or two. Um, where we, I'm going to do over an hour of stories that I didn't get to from the previous month that are also weird and deserving to be on Weird AF News. 
on some level, but you only get it on the Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, support the show. Thanks for being a listener. Spread it around. Give me a like and a review if you feel like it. Tell a neighbor, tell your mailman, tell your, uh, tell your milkman and the candlestick maker in your neighborhood. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City, and my Florida challenge is about as simple and basic and representative of Florida as you can get. My birthday is October 9th, and the headline is Florida Man and Woman Charged with Having Sex in the Middle of the Road. So that's pretty pretty representative of Florida. And I'm going to go on and tell you that... uh, I loved your singing yesterday. I was just laughing out loud for your uh, your uh, dick in the box singing that you were doing, representing the uh, confetti uh, dick shaped confetti story that you were doing for the uh, surprise box that the people got at their business, and and uh, that. Uh, thing that you're doing was just absolutely spot on. Your JT was perfect. And I, I, I love it when you sing. You said not many people love it, but I think you'd be surprised how many people just think that that's great that you do that. It brings some humor to the show and it's perfect. Keep on doing it. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Hey, Jonesy, this is Dallas from Minnesota. Hey, I got a comment, <clears throat> pardon me, on your, uh, uh, vegan story that you had um you know i i, I know you said that uh, maybe you're an asshole i know i am i i i know i've i've called you and there's no way you were going to publish some of those calls i did <laughs> in fact the last one i did i think I, I i really thought about it later i almost wanted to call back and go hey can i have a second take <laughs> but on vegans you know the funny thing about vegans is if if you've never met one who's been a vegan and then all of a sudden went back to me um, and I'm talking about one who's been a vegan for like five years, five, four, five, six years. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, they, they, they need some meat in their life. Um, and, uh, then all of a sudden they're not sick. And, and, you know, I, I've, I've met a few who, who did that. Uh, and, uh, they, they basically were no longer sick. They, they, they started to think clearer. And it's because our body naturally needs meat. I mean, you know, obviously we can't eat an all meat diet. You know, you'll get gout and stuff like that. There's, there's negative sides to both of being all meat or all vegetarian. And I know they say that, oh, you can get all the protein you need from a vegan diet, but you have to be so disciplined in order to be able to get that perfect diet that it's virtually impossible. Uh, you know, you just never are going to get to that state. Um, the other story about the dick in the box challenge, or not challenge, but the, <laughs> the prank. Oh man, I wish I was in that uh, office at the time. Although I'm sure they would have blamed me for sending it because I would have been just dying laughing. I, I would have found it to be the funniest thing ever. Even if I was the person who got the box and opened the box, I would still die laughing because I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> so have a good day. Thank <laughs> you.